Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast, where you learn about advanced wealth building strategies from real estate investing to creating massive ROI and secure retirement profits. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notepad, and lean in. Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. I'm the Big Mike. Mike Zlatnik. And today it is my uh, pleasure and a privilege to welcome Willie and Paul, uh, the Discount Lots guys. Hi, Willie. Hi, Paul. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? How, how are you guys? I'm good. I am good. Just uh, getting ready for Thanksgiving next week. So flying back to Chicago, but things are good with me. That's great to hear. Yeah, you guys, it's kind of funny. We were chatting a little bit earlier today. Uh, I got a haircut and I, I, I'm trying to look younger. You guys are growing beards because you're trying to look older. <laughs> yeah, that ends just a little lazy, but you're, you're correct. Correct. That aside, let's get back to business. So um, we, you guys came on a podcast before. Appreciate you. We invest with you guys in the discount lots uh, strategy. Love the strategy very much. So let's just talk a little bit about discount lots. What's the latest and greatest? Uh, what's happening? Uh, what are the new developments? Where are you guys uh, buying lots nowadays? Kind of uh, the lay of the land, if you could. Uh, yeah, so things are good with us. Everything, um, last time we talked, I mean, just to refresher to your audience on our business model is we are the land guys. We invest in just vacant land. We don't really uh, do anything else besides land. And what we do is we source, uh, we source vacant lots at extremely discounted prices. So we primarily send out direct mail um, to acquire lots in markets that, um, that are up and coming in the, in the path of progress that are growing that where, where days on market are low. So we will send out direct mail to buy these properties. We'll also buy a tax auction um, as well. And we, once we acquire the properties, we have an in-house title team to close on the properties and we will list directly on our website. And we also list with realtors. Um, so yeah, we invest in markets across the country uh, and uh, California, Florida, Texas, all, all, all across the country, we're, we're buying lots and, and selling on our website and with realtors. So Things have been good with us recently. Um, I don't remember where we were last time we talked, last time we were on the podcast, but we have grown. Um, we have we have grown pretty dramatically um, over the past two years. Paul and I started Discount Lots just two years ago. I've been investing in vacant land for almost five years at this point, and we're entering new markets. We're, we're growing. We're, we're building out our sales team, and and things are good. So at this point, we're selling. Uh, over 120 lots every single month and making easy, uh, offering easy terms on our website. We're also growing out our cash business, which is buying land for cash, listing with realtors, selling land for cash. We have a few really good markets for that. And, um, and that, that business is growing um, even, even quicker than, than our terms business at this point. So I, I'd say things are going well um, all across the board and uh, we're just focusing on growth, focusing on systems. And um, yeah, I don't know, Paul, if you want to add anything to that. Yeah, sure. Um, so one of the things um, I'm Paul, by the way, uh, one of the things that I think it's important, Mike, for your audience to understand is, you know, we say we get great deals on properties, but I think it's important for your audience to understand how we get those deals. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, house wholesalers, they, they cold call and they send out direct offer letters 
but they're not getting the dramatic discounts that we're getting. Wouldn't you say, Mike, you work with a lot of uh, residential guys. Um, the reason we're able to get such huge margins and huge discounts on our, on our properties that we're buying is because um, our business model operates on uh, essentially inefficiencies in, in the land market. And so uh, when you think about it, and maybe I used this analogy last time we were on, but I can't even remember. But I think this is a pretty good uh, way for your audience members to kind of understand why we create. I, I would say that we create value on both sides of the business. I'm, I, when we go to buy the property and when we go to sell the property, property. So when we're going to buy the property, we're offering a service to the marketplace. So, you know, traditionally buying, uh, it, let, let's say that your grandma left you a piece of property in the middle of the desert in California and uh, you live in Florida and you're never going to go out to the middle of the desert in California because what the heck are you going to do with five acres in the middle of nowhere? So if you wanted to go sell that piece of property, let's say the market value is around eh, $15,000 for this example. In order to find a real estate agent who's going to be motivated to sell that, it's going to be pretty difficult because when you think about it, for a real estate agent to want to sell a piece of property for $15,000 and they're only going to make three to 6% on that, you know, they'd much rather go out and, and sell a house for a hundred, 200, $300,000. So we like to play in that field where we can get stuff for cheap and we go to the owners and we say, Hey, we can buy this property from you for $3,000. We'll close on Monday. And uh, you know, this person has been paying taxes and you know, they don't have to worry about letting it sit on the, on the, on the MLS and, you know, an unmotivated agent. And um, so that's how we're able to get these, deals because these people just don't want to deal with these properties They're, you know, they're paying on grandma's property that they left, left you for the last, you know, they're paying taxes every single year on something they're never going to use. And we say, Hey, we'll buy it from you. It's easy. We'll give you cash and you're done. Um, and in like California, for example, title costs are like, you know, 15 to $3,000 on a little property. And that's almost, it kills margin. And then you're paying the, the real estate agent on top of it. And so, you know, our offers are pretty strong when, it, when you look at the details in, in the marketplace. And then on the flip side, you know, we're buying that property. And when we go to relist it on our website, the big value add that we're creating is, uh, you know, you want to buy that property for $15,000, you can come in and pay, you know, two, two, 250 bucks a month. And, uh, you know, we're offering the owner financing. The real estate agent on the flip side isn't able to offer owner financing. So, you know, the reason why we have such a great product market fit is because we're offering a great opportunity on both sides of the business. Um, so I think it's important that your, um, your audience members understand that. Um, and that, that's why we've been, you know, taken off so quickly in our business. Uh, I don't know, Willie, if there's anything you'd like to add to that or Mike, if you have any follow-up questions, but I, I, I like to use that analogy. I think it really helps people understand uh, in a simple way of why we do what we do. That's really cool. Uh, thank you for that explanation. And uh, uh, it's really fascinating. Uh, just not thinking through the process initially and now really digging through, it makes total sense. Because think about it. Um, you, you, like you said, just listing a $15,000 property, nobody wants to list it. No, no agent wants to bother. It's just small, especially in like California, where Everything is, and they got to drive two hours each way, and they're going to make three hundred dollar commission. Who in their right mind wants to do that? That's right. So the your traditional agents and brokers just don't want to even touch this thing. There's not enough money for them to even consider working these, you know, lots in the boonies per se. 
So that makes a lot of sense that the sellers have a problem finding the buyers because the market is hugely inefficient. And unless they specialize like you in finding the buyers, they just, you know, they can't get really a fair market value because there's no, 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 no market for it. No way to list them. There's very few people. And I mean, unless they're going to go put an ad in Craigslist or something else and make an effort to sell it, but it's such an inexpensive proposition that makes total sense. Makes no, it, it is something that the sellers don't want to bother. And then the buyers trying to buy it easy and you create the service to connect the sellers and the buyers and you make very healthy arbitrage, which makes sense. It's very similar to the used cars, right? <laughs> People go buy a used car at an auction, three, four grand, they go put it on a lot uh, at uh, $15,000. You're going to say, why is there such a big margin? Well, because it's highly inefficient auction, highly inefficient process. Even with lend, it's even, it's even uh, uh, better spreads because there's no market. So it makes total sense. Uh, by the way, again, I, I didn't realize it, that it was, you have this great service to the sellers. Just, they just have no market, no way to sell them. So again, thank you for, for clarifying that. Now let's talk a little bit about sort of the volume. So you do 125 lots a month. I mean, that requires a lot of organization. Uh, and you guys have uh, a strong team. Like how, how many how many folks work for you? How many folks manage this? Uh, I think we're pushing. 125 lots a month. So we're, we're pushing close to about uh, 70 employees. Uh, we have a team of about uh, 10 to 12 in the Philippines. We have, um, Willie and I just actually, we now have an HR and executive assistant. She does HR, but also our assistant. So Willie and I now are staying even more organized, but I would say we're floating close to around 70 employees. Uh, you know, it's, it, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of departments. There's a lot, you know, the thing just keeps scaling up and uh, yeah, we're, we're close to around 70 people now. It's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, two and a half years ago, it was, you know, Willie and myself sitting in a little office in a co-working space. And to think in two and a half years, you know, this is, this is what it's grown to is just, you know, every day I, 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 I sometimes I pinch myself. I can't believe that it's real, but you know, it just keeps growing and, and succeeding. And, and, you know, we're, you know, again, like I mentioned, we're providing real value in the marketplace. We're not just here to, you know, try to uh, make an arbitrage or make a profit. We're really making a difference. We're helping people to purchase property and we're also helping people to sell property. And, you know, like the way that I look at it is, is like a lot of, you know, we do a lot in California and a lot of our customers are people that, you know, live in downtown Los Angeles and maybe they rent an apartment. Well, this is the easiest and fastest way for them to actually get a piece of the American dream. They're able to go out and actually own something. And if they were to go to a bank, they're not going to get a more. They're going to be able to get a mortgage on a house yeah. or, or land. That's right. And, and so, you know, in my mind, we're we're here and we're we're providing a service to, to everybody. And, and I really, really do believe we're making a difference in people's lives. And that's great. What do people do with the land? So typically, if if, if you're you know if you have a land, that's the, in the million desert, dollar question, right? <laughs> yeah, somewhere you know two acres in the desert, and uh, somebody who lives in Los Angeles wants to buy it. Uh, where is it? Like in Coachella Valley or somewhere over there in the in in, in the in the desert area? What do they do? What do they do with, with it? I think that's a great question. Uh, we've heard a lot of things. You know, people do a lot of stuff. We have, you know, some people buy it and uh, I know like actually one time when we still had our office in Chicago, we had a guy who was in Chicago. He's like, I live in Malibu. 
and you know but he has a lot out in joshua tree and he was like i'm gonna be in chicago can i come meet you and pay off in cash the rest of my lot we said sure it's like a normal everyday everyday guy and he said you know i bought this lot out in joshua tree near joshua tree national park because i want to get away i want to get away i have an airstream out there and i go out there on the weekends with my friends and we drink beer and we hang out we watch the stars and i have um uh an airstream out there and we just hang out for the weekend um you know, so that's what that guy does. But I mean, we've heard crazy stuff. Like people make dirt bike tracks. Willie, I don't know. You've been in this for five years. What, what's some of the stuff that you've, you've seen? Yeah, I think it's a lot of that. A lot of people use it recreationally. They'll go out there for the weekend. Some people will throw cabins on it. Um, a lot of, I'd say the, honestly, the majority of people though, they like, like to buy it for investments um, or um, yeah, recreationally. I think a lot of them have the intention to go out and, and make it a retirement place or build on it eventually. Um, most of them, most of them, when they, when they purchase it from us, they, they don't actually go out and do that. But um, a lot of them are using it for investments and recreationally he's going on the weekends, making, making a getaway space. Um, and a, a lot of them have a dream to kind of have a better life for themselves and, um, and, and, and a, a different opportunity to live somewhere else. If, um, if stuff hits the fan, we do get some, some preppers, that kind of thing, but there's so many different uses. It's, it's kind of wild. Um, what, what people use the land for and, and, and their expectations for it. And just adding on to the, um, to the investment thing, like we've had customers who will go and they'll, you know, they'll pay for a few months and they'll arbitrage us and they'll say, Hey, I, I sold this to the neighbor. They'll pocket five, $10,000. They'll, they'll pay us the cash pay off the lot and then the neighbor will pay them and they'll make like five or 10 grand off of us. So like we've had those situations too. It's pretty crazy. Right. Yeah. There's a definitely a community of investors who have made some considerable money while, while buying lots from us. And we, obviously we don't care if they do that. Um, it's uh, we're, we're providing them a service and if, if they are the local boots on the ground and they have a network, they can, they can go ahead and make some money on it as well. Yeah, it makes total sense. That's actually a great idea. Maybe the neighbor needs it and didn't know it was for sale, and it's it makes all the difference if they got to expand their land and do something. Yeah, that that's the highest value probably is to sell to a neighbor. Uh, makes a lot of sense. So, what's you know what 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 do you see into twenty twenty two in your business? And um, it, nowhere today it smells like recession, um, and uh, it, it's. But it's land, right? If some people say, hey, during recession, land goes first. Well, your business is very different because it's land and it's receivables, uh, which is drastically different versus rural land that's just sitting out there and you have to pay taxes on it. So um, uh, what happens kind of use case scenarios, right? If things slow down and the economy starts really uh, struggling, do people continue to pay these lots or are you going to get, you know, some of these, you're going to repossess, which really, doesn't, you know, foreclose on them. People stop paying. You just take the, uh, well, there's nothing to take. It's already, it's already your land. They just lose the land contract. Um, so just some, some thoughts in sure. kind of the good, the bad, the good, the bad, the ugly scenarios. Just a you know, final thought, obviously the land has been appreciating substantially uh, in the last, you know, few you know, months and years, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a great play. So uh, what do things turn? How do you protect uh, the portfolio from downside? And, um, and what happens if things continue to roll forward? Sure. 
I'll, I'll answer the first part. And I think it's a very important question is what, you know, what does happen? And so one of the things uh, and the beautiful thing about our business is that um, we're pretty well protected in a downside situation because, and it all comes down to the golden rule of real estate is you make your money on the buy, right? Like you, you don't make it on the sell, you make it on the buy. So like I mentioned before, we're purchasing these things for so low, like 20 cents on the dollar of what retail prices are. So for us, a downside situation looks like we're selling these things for less money. But even at like, let's say that we had a property and, you know, we wanted to sell it at our break-even price, our break-even price, even in a downside scenario is going to be significantly lower than anyone else selling on the market. So we've built in almost all of our protection is built into the, these extremely low purchase costs of these properties. And you have to remember, we're not holding houses. We don't have massive tax bills on these things like stuff. in even in California, you're talking a hundred bucks, you know, on a, in taxes on a property or 50 bucks. I, I think in Arizona, there's places where it's $10 to, to, to pay taxes. So, you know, it's land. It's, it's not, it's not a house. It's not depreciating. We don't have to worry about, you know, during a, a recession, we got to fix the roof. It's just land. Um, and so I don't know, Willie, if you want to chime in there, but that's the way that I, we really like to look at it. Right. And uh, so, I mean, everything Paul mentioned is, is accurate. And I'd say our, our CFO, he comes from the buy here, pay here space. He always like compares our model to theirs because he's does like auto lending, that kind of thing. And he thinks our, our business model is, is fantastic in so many different ways and just better in every single way than the auto space. So it's a very similar model to buy here, pay here to auto lending. Um, the, uh, the only issue, the only difference is the underlying asset is land and our margins are so much uh, wider than, than the auto space. So when we sell a property, we'll sell it around five to seven times what we buy for on average. And we get our cash back in um, about maybe 12 to 18 months in that time frame. So our our risk is really mitigated on our portfolio. Our portfolio risk is extremely mitigated because we're getting our cash back so quickly um, and we're selling it at, at, at such, at such big margins. Um, so that, that is one thing. And then the other thing is the, the, the risk of a default. If someone buys a property from us, they start making payments um, over time. And then they, uh, and well, for whatever reason, they come into a financial situation. They can no longer make payments we don't need to go chase down a car. We don't need to look at the GPS coordinate and then chase them down. And um, is in addition to that, our um, our cost of foreclosure, our cost of reselling is is basically minimal. And then lastly, when we do, um, if, if in fact we have to default a buyer, we get the property back and it's worth just as much, if not more than, than what it was when we bought it. So in, in a recessionary environment, in that kind of scenario, we're... Um, in theory, uh, our, it, it's really the best financial position that we will ever be in. Um, not that obviously we really don't want that situation to happen. We would love, love for everything to keep booming, everyone to keep, keep making payments. But in a downside scenario, we're very much uh, protected because of the appreciating nature of the underlying assets and the discount that we bought those properties at. So we're very much a real estate business. Our, our, the reason we're doing so well is because we're buying property at discounted pricing and we're very protected in, in a downside scenario. You might say in a, in a recessionary environment, um, your, your liquidity will be a little lower. And, and, and um, our business is also um, very protected from that standpoint because we are growing our cash business so substantially. And even in a uh, 
in a downside scenario, we, we, we will have plenty of liquidity and our, uh, the amount of cash deals that we're turning and, and turning is, is going up um, so dramatically. Um, and I mean, just to share that side of the business and some of the numbers that we're, we're turning over there. I mean, this month we've, we'll probably, and this month will be our best month ever in, in our cash business. Um, some numbers for you there. I mean, so we're buying properties for, I'm, I'm just looking at our deal sheet right now. Some properties that we bought for seven, 7,600 selling for 27,000, 8,600, another $27,000 sale. Yeah, these are all cash. Um, 6,000 selling for 27,000. Uh, that bigger sale that I told you about previously, Mike, closed this month. We bought it for 105, sold it for 460. Um, but that that's, was, that's an infill, right? That's not boonies. That was not yeah. boonies. No, it's uh, a few acres. Um, so, yeah. So yeah. We, and then we've got another one that we bought for 50, selling for 110. Uh, another one at 12 to 26. So our, our cash business is generating um, a lot more cash. And, and that is, at this point, it's generating about two thirds of our cash, if not more of the cash that comes into our business. So um, in theory, um, a downside scenario will be a, um, given the, the fundamentals of our business, not, not a bad scenario for us from the terms business and from a liquidity standpoint, our cash business is, is turning so quickly. Um, we don't envision in a, in a downside scenario, recessionary environment that that'll, uh, that'll turn much if, if any. And um, so, so we, we feel, we feel very good. Um, especially again, given the fundamentals, we're buying at good prices and um, yeah, we're, our, our company is hundred percent focused on the buy. So um yeah, that, I guess that's how I would answer that question. I think it's a great answer. Uh, certainly <laughs> encourage cash business. I mean, it's a flip and the, the, the spreads you're making almost staggering. I remember we're chatting a while back and you'd make five, six times uh, what you paid for it on a, um, uh, on a receivable sale, on a you know, seller finance sale. But I didn't realize you, you, you're flipping just as much on cash. So is there a big difference between what you can sell in receivables versus what you've been able to sell for cash? What are the use cases? So, so you bought a lot for seven, eight grand and you're selling it for cash in the high twenties. Maybe it's, it's, it's a little bit smaller uh, multiple, but you know, cash is the king. You don't have to wait for five, six years to get paid. So you can forego a little bit of a future uh, upside if, as long as you can get the cash today. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think traditionally we've sold directly on our website because it's the path of least resistance. We sell easy, easy monthlies, easy down payments. Um, and just because there's so many buyers, the, the market is actually enormous for vacant land. It's just a, a lot of that market is un, unserved because they don't want to pay cash of it. They don't have cash in their bank account. So that that's kind of where we started. Um, and, and that's the market that we continue to serve and continue to grow because that's a huge inefficiency that we're helping to fix. Um, recently we, I mean, past, I mean, last December, we really started focusing on some cash deals and the, the progress that we've made today on that side of the business is, is so dramatic. I mean, recently last couple of months, Paul and I were like, well, what happens if we list these properties on the MLS just to see what happens. And so we get, we hire like one or two people to kind of help out with that, um, with that project. And we just list some properties, they start selling and we're like, huh, well, why don't we just try to scale this as well? So now, I mean, obviously we're growing the terms business, the, the discount lots.com. That's a huge focus for us. But now 
we discovered the MLS and the power of it. And, and now we're, we're, we're trying, we're churning. We, we um, do say, we do, Mike, we, sometimes we do things backwards around here and we learn the hard way, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's all good. Cause we learned that we could, I mean, you guys have to remember those listening and Mike, those 125 sales a month are just on our website, just through online marketing. And uh, just for people that don't know me or Willie, my, my background is in e-commerce and, and, you know, internet marketing and sales. And Willie's background is in real estate and investment banking. Um, and that's kind of how we joined together. But you have to remember those 125 sales, that has nothing to do with the MLS. We're, that's no real estate. That's just us. That is just discountlots.com. So now we're starting to like, use these other channels and it's really creating a lot of power and drive and we're really moving this thing forward. And so we're really excited about it. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny. I've been in real estate almost five years at this point and, and just now discovering how to use the MLS. So uh, yeah, we definitely had a different real estate experience than most people who uh, get involved in real estate. Well, there's nothing wrong with, what you've gone through. In fact, uh, MLS is typical for agents and brokers. And as you mentioned, this product is not ideal for agents and brokers unless it's an infill, a little bit more expensive land. Maybe that, those are the lots you, you, could, you could flip for MLS. Um, but it is something that uh, you could grow your I guess, sales channel through uh, especially for the cash business. That's my, my two cents again. Depending on the market, some markets uh, may be very active uh, uh, land sales on MLS. Some may be completely stagnant. There's nothing going on on MLS as far as the land sales. And as, as you said, most of the agents and brokers they want to sell uh, a house on land, not land, because it's just you know commissions are a bajillion times higher. But hey, it's a <laughs> life is a journey. Life is a learning experience. You're learning that you could you could use MLS from time to time. And it becomes another tool in your toolbox. So yeah, one of the things we're also doing is we're, um, you know, we're also saying we're I don't know we're we're messing with the flat fee MLS because we don't no one in our office is brokers. Well, none of us are brokers or anything like that. So we we um, we use stuff. Uh, I think it's called like Homecoin or something like that. And we're we're there's in certain counties we can just list the stuff ourselves on the MLS and offer owner financing on the MLS, whereas a real estate agent can't doesn't really offer owner finance. So we're we're also learning and, and trying and it's working is marketing our properties just through more channels. That's really all it is. So you can drive traffic. My guess would be you could drive traffic maybe from MLS back to your website uh, as long as you know you're paying the listing fees and um, uh, folks are looking at this. I think some of the other engines tap into MLS, some of the internet searches, and I don't know if Zillow taps into MLS, maybe some of them do, uh, but conceptually uh, it, it won't hurt. It's just another marketing venue. So thanks a lot. So what's, again, so uh, I know you, you recently bought a bunch of stuff through an auction, a bunch of, you know, is it was it a tax auction or was it a, what kind of auction that, that you guys picked up a bunch of lots? At? We had, um, Earlier in the year, we did a couple of tax auctions, and then we had a recent transaction with one guy who sold us 200 properties, uh, and that was just a private sale. Um, I don't even know how that thing came about, but that's been an interesting deal. So that that was uh, that was a good deal for us. Um, but we haven't done we've we haven't done a lot of big. We're now now we're focused more on uh, so we have a pretty solid amount of inventory. We're more focused now on doing, you know, these 
deals where we buy for 100 and sell for 200 versus spend 200 on 200 lots or something like that, right? Um, so we, we, we haven't had a lot of the bigger deals in the last few months in terms of, uh, you know, uh, quantity of lots. But yeah, tax auctions there, I think there were May, April, May, June, that time frame we had like four, five, six tax auctions that we attended. So that, that's been, those have, those have been a good source for getting lots in key markets in, in, in quantity. Gotcha. That makes sense. Uh, just a couple of quick questions and we, we got to wrap up. Uh, uh, the, the great insight. Um, so congratulations, guys, on your phenomenal growth. Uh, we're delighted to be working closely with you, continue to provide capital for your growth. So it's been, it's been a great journey for you and we appreciate the relationship. But um, sort of final thoughts, uh, you guys sticking with the program, you think there's enough upside for you to grow the business or you, 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 you're going to branch into any other um, parts of real estate where you're sticking with just land uh, as uh, you become, you know, jack of all trades, a master of none, or you continue to be a master of just one trade and continue to grow there. Yeah. We're, I mean, for us, uh, we're, we're, we're tripling down on buying land and lots is what we're experts are experts at. We're trying to, you know, build out our, you know, a lot of, you know, bringing in in-house due diligence and stuff like that, instead of relying on outside services. Uh, we're investing heavy on our infrastructure now. So investing in technology, investing in building out a bigger, better, more advanced website, uh, better inventory management. And, you know, for us, we want to be at a point where we're selling a thousand lots a month. Uh, you know, and, and I really do think that it's very, very possible in the next year, year and a half, maybe two years tops to be at, you know, a number like that. The market is endless and you have to think about it. Since the beginning of time, man has bought and sold land, right? It's, it's always been around and it always will be around. And there's, I forget how many tens of millions of parcels in the United States. The opportunity is so vast and so large that we, you know, we really do see this as a huge, huge, huge business. And we're going to double, we're doubling down on everything we're doing and, and not getting distracted with, you know, fix and flips and burr and this and that, that's just not in our toolbox. Right. And we've thought about, I mean, we've, we've uh, stuck, stuck our toe in some land development. The only issue with development is it just takes so long. So we, we intended to try to do some of that. And um, we have a, yeah, very minor projects working on, but it, the projects that uh, working with the counties, the builders, getting the permitting, all that stuff, it just takes so long. So um, sticking to land, knowing what we know, and, and I mean, the, the profitability on, on just the lots is, is enormous. And the, the potential that we see, I think, in, um, for us and our business in 12 months, if we just focus on what we're best at is, um, is endless. So I, I, we don't, we don't want to get distracted. Uh, we see the opportunity. And, and so we're, we're just going to stick with what we're good at. That's, that's great. Um, focus on great comments. I, I have to say that it's very easy to get distracted in this day and age with the uh, construction material costs and labor going to the roof. Uh, yeah, new developments or land improvements, uh, costly propositions, and you have to become an expert in that. There's a lot more risk with that. You almost don't need to go there because what you got is, is a great uh, niche. Um, uh, I actually had... Uh, a recent presentation called the the, well, the term is it's been around. I mean, the the riches in the in the niches, and actually talked about your niche. It's a really cool niche because it's it is a niche, 
and uh, you can you can continue to develop this. It's almost like you said, endless. Just got to get better technological inventory management. Uh, but it's um, it's got a lot of legs. So uh, again, congratulations, guys, on great growth. Continue to keep pushing forward. Appreciate uh, both of you. Love working with you guys. And thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing uh, kind of your story. And and uh, as in the um, Star Wars, uh, as you remember, uh, there's the expression, stay on target. <laughs> you got a great target, so stay on target. Um, any other uh, ways for folks can find you? I think discountlots.com, right? That's the that's yeah. The feel feel free to reach out, Paul at discountlots.com or Willie W I L L I E at discountlots.com. And uh, you know, we've told you about all the great things we're doing. And you know, if you if anyone out here is listening and they want to get involved and they want to invest with us, uh, you know, Mike's here. Mike's our guy. Mike. Uh, you know, Mike's the driving force behind helping us scale this thing up. So if you, if you are interested, you know, talk, talk to Mike, Mike, Mike is, Mike's the guy. He, he's big Mike and he's the guy. Thank you, William Paul. Yeah, we have a great setup. So we, 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 we get investors great returns, uh, a little bit of arbitrage for, for our funds, uh, but it, it benefits you for providing financing and it actually generates strong yield to our uh, fund investors specifically Tempo Income Fund. So appreciate folks. This is not solicitation. If you're interested, uh, <laughs> request a PPM, private placement memorandum. That's a formal offering document. This is just an educational um, podcast. So thank you all very much. Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Paul. Um, and um, have a great weekend. Thanks Mike. Thanks, Mike. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, yeah. Thank you for listening to the Big Mike Fund Podcast. To receive your copy of Mike's How to Choose a Smart Real Estate Fund book, head to BigMikeFund.com or visit Amazon and type Mike's slot name. Keep listening and keep investing Big Mike style. See you on the next episode.